Welcome back to XOXO Jess, where we dive deep into the world of greeting cards, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, and the mindset tools needed to start creating the business of your dreams today. I'm Jessica Walker, your host and greeting card guru here with another Wednesday episode. And today's episode, I actually was going to hold off on until the new year. I had planned to just be done with the podcast for the year. We had a great first season and I had taken off um, about two weeks to kind of just lean into family and relaxing and restoring and kind of getting into that like dreamy, um, you know, what do I want next year to look like kind of space um, without the the day-to-day work that was anything more than just keeping my business running. And it has been so awesome to just take that time and have that space because I was hit hard in a great way in November and December. I had, I can't believe I'm even sharing this because it's so mind-blowing, but I had two 20K months, November and December. And that is amazing to me, but also like I kind of I felt it coming. I had done the prep work. I knew that this season I had all my systems in place and my marketing was on point and I was, I felt like I was in touch with the kind of pulse of the moment pop culture wise and I felt like my cards were in alignment with that and I felt like it could be a really good season, but my goal for November was $10,000, which was still one of my biggest months of the year and when I realized very quickly that it was going to be much bigger than that. I kind of wasn't ready. I I thought I was more prepared than I was, but um you know, you hit these kinds of growth spurt moments and it feels more like a growing pain um because no matter how prepared you are, when you're up leveling into a new version of your business or yourself, there are some bumps, some speed bumps and I hit those in the form of late supply shipments or I would order a certain amount of cards and by the time they would arrive, I'd have already sold out of them, which is, again, an incredible, incredible problem to have. It's not even a problem. It's just a new way of looking at it. And instead of freaking out and (laughs) shutting down, um, I just really tried to see what I was made of, tried to see what I was capable of and use the opportunity in that way. So I really needed this like couple weeks break to kind of unwind, decompress, but also reflect on what this year has been, what I liked about this year, what I want to shift or edit and change in the new year. And I leaned into the Cardmaker Mastermind for this. So December was my absolute favorite month in the Cardmaker Mastermind so far. I've really loved all of the months we've had so far. It's still so new. It's started in September. Um, a lot of you have been here since the beginning in the, the Cardmaker Mastermind as the inaugural class, but people are still joining. People just joined for December, and I think it was a great month to join because even if your business is new, even if you feel like you don't have the data points to really reflect on your year and see what worked and what didn't, you kind of get in the mindset of, okay, these are the kinds of things I need to look out for going into the new year. So when I do get to next December, I, I'm ready. I feel on top of my game. I feel like I have the awareness and reflection um, to really be able to gain information and make big decisions based on my numbers. And the the way we kind of worked through December in the mastermind was to start with kind of more practical tactical 
um, views of our business in our year, looking at the numbers, looking at our profit and loss statements, looking at <clears throat> what worked as far as revenue streams, what we want to edit how our ads performed and all kinds of things like that. Sorry, I'm a little <laughs> a little sick. Um, it's just one of those things where I feel like your body like shuts down. It's like when you're in college and you have finals and then you get home for Christmas and you're just crash. That's kind of where I'm at. But I'm feeling better. Um, and I had a COVID test. It's negative. But <laughs> if you hear me coughing, that's what's going on. So basically, we started with that. We started week one which I'm actually going to pull up the calls just to make sure that I have this right. I did my year of end business analysis and it's what I've done every year in my business. I kind of have like pulled and picked and choose from a bunch of different books I've read and podcasts I've heard and mentors that have taught me about what they, what kind of numbers they look at, how they look at their numbers, how they use that data. Um, and I did that into my end of year business analysis. And I think that was really, really helpful. I know it was helpful for me and it was just great to see how the other members of the masterminds took this information, made it their own, um, and were able to make these kind of revelations about what they loved about their business and what they felt was working in a practical standpoint. So that was kind of how we started. And I'm not going to dive into the full analysis and like the insides of these videos, but I want to just get your brain going um, if any of these themes kind of hit, hit for you. And then if you do want to dive in deeper, um, anytime that you join the Cardmaker Mastermind, you have access to all the videos and all of the content and all of the conversations that have happened before you join. So it's it, it's an amazing time to join because all of these videos are ready and waiting for you. So after we went through our end of year business analysis, which was kind of early December, we shifted into mapping out our 2021, setting our projections and doing kind of a zoom in and zoom out to create the business of our dreams. So that was more, how did I feel in my business this year? When did I feel at my best? What tasks did I find fulfilling? What do I wish I could delegate or simplify or eliminate? These kinds of big picture, what do I want to feel like next December if I accomplish this in 2021? I will feel incredible. And that makes you be able to be more essential. It helps you be more focused. It doesn't, it, it, you may feel like you need to hit a hundred different areas, but if you know right now that if you finish this big goal or you hit this accomplishment or you hit this, whatever, whatever that thing is for you that you've been dreaming about and planning and for, if you can picture yourself at the end of 2021, having accomplished that and you just feel just like an exhale, like I feel so proud of myself that I committed to this and that I did it. Whether that's, um, it can look like a million different things. It doesn't have to be within the greeting card world, but maybe it's um, write your book or, you know, uh, those are kind of, that's a huge goal, but um, I mean, but you can do it. I did, I wrote a book in 2020 and it was something I thought was going to be a lot harder, but I kept asking that question that I've, I've mentioned several times on the podcast. How can I make this simpler? How can I make this simpler? And then once I get that answer, I say, does this feel aligned or how can I make this simpler? And so <laughs> backtracking a little. So get that that big goal, whatever that is for you. Maybe it's to hit a certain income level. Um, maybe it's to have a certain amount of listings up in your shop. Maybe it's to build out your website. Maybe it's to uh, expand your product line. Whatever that thing is and say, that's what I want to have by the end of the year. And then the way that we map it out is we break up the year into quarters and then into um, months and then we can break it down into weeks and then we can break it down into days. And that sounds simple, but 
the way that I like to do it is actually start at 10 years from now. And you don't have to have the answer to that question. Like, where do you want to be in 10 years? But maybe you have like an inkling, maybe you have like a glimmer of what you want in your life at that time. And I mentioned in the video um, on the Mastermind platform that one of our big goals as a family is to live abroad. We want to live in France. And so I make decisions today that aren't directly making me closer to that goal, but kind of it is that, but my decisions are based off of that big ideal. Like I know I want to be able to live abroad. So that means that the products that I'm making, I'm continuing to make products that are, I can work on remotely or that I know I can outsource easily or that I'm not going to create something that I have to be in New York hundred percent of the time or it won't work. So it really does affect my day to day. So these kinds of I know that like sometimes it seems a little woo-woo, a little dreamy, but like taking time to really look at your 10-year plan, and it doesn't have to be a plan, but your 10-year just like what ifs, your big audacious goals can directly affect your decision making and make it just a little simpler and easier. You can make decisions with more confidence. You can make decisions faster because you're like, you know what? I like the idea of that, but I know that that doesn't align with my where I want to be in the future so I can let it go more easily if if it doesn't fit. So then I'd like to look at our three-year goal. Three years, not five, because three years is close enough that you can directly make actions today that will affect your three-year timeline. And so I think that that's a great place to be because it just seems a little more attainable. Like five years out still seems like pretty far. Like who knows? But three years, like I, you know, I can kind of see where I'm going to be at this age in this, am I going to be in this city? Like I can kind of picture it a little easier. So we do that. And then you can break it down to where do I want to be in the year from now, which is what we just spoke about. And then breaking that into quarters, what do I need to do to get to that? So mapping it out by making actionable, measurable, time sensitive goals. What are the step by steps that I need to take to be able to reach this goal? And then assigning those to a quarter or a month or having a month focus that, you know, by adding these building blocks together, you will likely meet your goal. So again, I'm just doing like kind of the light version of these videos because um, it would be a very long podcast if I really um, dove into what I shared in the mastermind. But the next section of this kind of what I called the looking backwards to look forward series for December in the mastermind was mindset and manifestation. So this is something that I wasn't really sure about a couple years ago, but the more I learned about it and the more I applied it to how I view things and how I view the world and I instead of thinking of it as just like you wish for something and you magically get it I think of it more in a practical way because I'm I'm very <laughs> analytical um, I like to know what's going on and have control over things which I'm you know a whole other thing but the way I view manifestation is when you make a decision that you want something every day you if you keep thinking about that thing if you keep focusing on that's really what I want that is really what I want you are going to make these micro decisions and these tiny shifts that are going to get you closer in that direction than if you didn't have a focus. So I do believe what you focus on grows. And it's one of those things where I think the example I used in the video was if you're a pregnant person or you think you might be pregnant, you see pregnant people everywhere. Um, Or you are led to find pregnancy books just because you're kind of seeking them out so you notice them. And that is what I view manifestation as. You set this intention and then you notice opportunities and then you take action to support those opportunities and take advantage of them that bring you closer to your goal. So 
I'm again, I'm not going to go deep dive into this right now, but the the mindset and manifestation part is the part that I find so powerful and so important. And I do think that your limiting beliefs and your self-image and what you believe is possible for yourself and shifting that mindset to say, I want that, but then also taking it the step further that saying, I can do that. I deserve that. I have the ability to do that. I can create that. I have this opportunity to take advantage of this. And there, that mindset shift is what is going to take you from someone who dreams about something to someone who decides they're going to accomplish something and then takes the action, meets the opportunity and accomplishes it and becomes that next level of yourself. So again, just what whatever is speaking to you in this, I just want you to think through this episode as you're listening and just say, what themes are jumping out to you? What do I want to kind of lean into? What do I want to learn more about? Is it maybe more about maybe I should look into my numbers a little more? Maybe I should get on top of my KPIs, your key performance indicators. What is giving you evidence of what's working and what's not in your business. Maybe you want to get more specific with your goals and make them actionable and create that map. Maybe you want to work on your mindset. Um, And then the last thing that I want to share is I went through and kind of did like an overall analysis of these three concepts and I created my list of my top 10 what I called needle movers of 2020 and 10 that I'm implementing in 2021. So I am going to share with you my top 10 needle movers of 2020. Um, And if you want to learn more about what my ones that I'm implementing for 2021 and ones I'm excited about, those are inside the mastermind and I would love to have you. Um, And yeah, so I'm going to share those with you now because I, um, I think it's, I just think it's so interesting to see what really made a difference. What moved the needle in someone's business? We do so many things, but some things don't really make uh, noticeable progress or change um but some things do and being able to identify what those actions were or what those things that you did or those intentions that you set made an actual difference makes you be able to capitalize on those more in the future do less of what isn't working do more of what is working and you'll progress faster which is definitely how I've worked through my business from the beginning I like to fail fast like if I feel like something isn't working um I just let it go. And if if I feel like something is maybe not working yet, but it feels like there's momentum there, I will pursue it. And then those things end up being the needle movers that actually progress you forward. So in no particular order, the top 10 needle movers that I had in 2020 that really did change my or progress or grow my revenue, my time management, my mental mindset state, um, my work-life balance which I'm now referring to as work-life integration I heard someone use that phrase and it just like felt so much better um which I can say for another podcast but one is having shipping included in my orders so I have my listings and instead of having the card plus the shipping as a separate charge I lump them together and the customer just sees one price so I call it it's The customer is still technically paying shipping, but it's included. So it's just simpler and easier. And I find that people buy more. Um, I have had a huge increase in sales since making that choice or making that decision to do shipping included. And it was hugely beneficial. Two, diversifying my price points by adding more bundle options and accessible wholesale options. So making 
it easier for customers to have larger orders, making it easier for customers to buy more than one car, just getting that in their head that, oh, you know what, maybe I will get a couple more because X. So diversifying my price points was number two of my needle movers. Number three was Pinterest ads. I had never explored Pinterest. Um, I learned a lot through a course that I took that Jenna Kutcher offers called the Pinterest Lab. And um, I realized there's so many benefits to Pinterest. It is a search engine. It's not a social media platform. So your posts or your pins have so much more longevity and they really can rack up momentum and um, the ads I've seen a great return on. So that was a needle mover for my business for sure. I got a new printer. I explored many printer options. If you have purchased my printer and paper guide, I'm actually updating that this week. So I'm going to spend some time reflecting on my most recent printer purchasing experience, which involved buying and returning a few different printers and then finally landing on one that I absolutely love and really recommend. So I'm adding that into my printer and paper guide. So if you haven't purchased it before, look out on social media. I'm at five dot post. I will be sharing about that very soon. If you have purchased it, send me an email or a message and I will send you the updated version for free. So the getting my new printer was a huge needle mover. It made printing so much faster. I would not have gotten through the holiday season rush orders without the new printer. It wouldn't have been possible on my old one because of time. Five, I streamlined my home office setup. So I I got new shelving. I made all of my machines like my Cricut and my printer and my backstock and my uh, packaging. Everything's just more, it's easily accessible and it just makes me want to do orders more. So energetically, I'm more available for more orders. I feel like it's just, I enjoy being in the office more and that made a huge difference just in so many ways. Six, I got my label printer, which I absolutely love. And um, I've, I think I've shared about that before. But if you're interested in learning more about my label printer, uh, send me a message. I'll, I'll send you the link. Seven, I did the flat um, and letter shipping options through Etsy's integration with Pitney Bowes, which if you have an Etsy shop, this is a really easy way to save money on shipping if you have very flat, light packages, which I do with greeting cards. Number eight, my bestsellers I had printed <coughs> excuse me my best-selling cards I had printed in bulk um, by a third-party printer so that saved me a lot of time and I was at the point where I could order in quantities high enough that it made it worth it financially as well so that was a huge needle mover for me um, was having my cards printed and I, I don't do all of them again it's my bestsellers I think at this point uh, probably like 60% of my cards are printed outsourced and then the rest are printed by me in-house. Um, nine, using time blocking with my Asana. Um, I got an hour class that times 30 minutes and I have been using that to just stay on track because a task will take the amount of time that you give it. Like if you say that emails are going to take two hours, they will. If you say you can get it done in 30 minutes, you can. It, it really is a mindset thing, but time blocking has been really helpful for me to get so much done this year. I can't believe how much um, was created this year. Uh, I didn't set out for 2020 to be a big um, creating year, but it just ended up I had the space because of the circumstances of this pandemic and other other things but I was able to create so much more I started these two podcasts um, I created the Cardmaker mastermind I designed my signature course how to start your greeting card business from home and so many more fun projects I I did my book better together and I just I really enjoyed being able to 
hit so many goals because I was able to manage my time better. And that had a lot to do with Asana and time blocking. And then lastly, investing in my education and learning about areas that I felt were holding me back. Um, I joined my first mastermind in January and was a member this whole year. I got a personal business coach that I work with one-on-one who I've been working with for the last four months and I know is the reason why I was able to see the growth that I did in November and December. Um, I leaned into Cardmaker Mastermind and just I that also is the reason I was able to finish this year so strong is because I had that accountability and that support from everyone that's inside that group. So those are my 10 needle movers. And again, if you want to learn more about the ones that I'm excited about for 2021, um, you can join the Cardmaker Mastermind at any point. You can join today. You can join right now. I'll link it in the bio. It is only $20 a month and you can join anytime and you have access to everything that's been posted up to this point so you'll have four months of videos and conversations and questions and answers um, from everyone in this community and myself if you join today Um, and you don't have to join at the beginning of the month I get that question a lot like if I join on the 15th do I have only half the month Um, and and no it's $20 um, every 30-ish I think it's 30 days not 31. Yeah. (laughs) Every 30 days you'll be charged $20. So it doesn't matter. You could join on the 4th, the 20th, the 30th. You can join whenever. And it's just, you're on your own time schedule. It's not like the September joining or the October joining. So I'm really excited about it. I have planned out every single week. I took some time to do that a couple weeks ago. Um, all the content and the big topics that I want to hit and the growth points that I want to dive into for the entire year of 2021. And I can say I'm just so excited about what we're going to accomplish in 2020. If you want to hear more about people who have been members of it and been and hear about the the growth that they've experienced or the um tools that they've gained i have a couple igtv videos over on at five dot post on instagram um, from some of the cmm members and um i'm also sharing more of their testimonials coming up this week so i really am i'm the reason i'm promoting this right now is because we are about to start a new year we are starting 2021 i know we've all been waiting for this and i feel like there's that that moment where we just think at midnight on the 31st things are going to shift and things are going to be amazing and we are we do have this opportunity energetically to make a shift we do have a choice to make a change and if we want to start that business or level up to make it go from a side hustle to a full-time job or just start designing or find a creative outlet that you have explored before but you've always wanted to this is a great opportunity. We're all in that mindset of momentum and excitement and growth. And I say take advantage of that and dive into this community where there are so many like-minded people who are excited to see what they're capable of in the new year. So that is my invitation to you all into the Cardmaker Mastermind. And I hope even if this if it's not for you at this time that you gained some things to think about in this episode, maybe some things you want to explore. So Have an incredible new year and I cannot wait to see you here on XOXO Jess in 2021. Thanks for an amazing season one. I appreciate you all so much.